Hey guys, welcome to Clip It's. Today's Clip It episode is on self-harm. And I know that that can be a very difficult topic to broach and potentially a triggering one. So I do want to add a little bit of a trigger warning or a content advisory. I'm hoping that the title of the episode would would be enough. But if not, I, I do want to mention I will be discussing certain methods of self-harm and levels of quote-unquote severity of self-harm. So if you're not up for this one today, that's fine. Just turn this one off and go find another one. All right, let's get started. All right, so what I wanted to talk about today was the kind of mentality that I feel a lot of the mental health and mental illness community can unfortunately have towards self-harm, and that is the mentality that if it's not a certain type of self-harm or a certain level of, again, quote-unquote severity, that it's not really that big of a deal. So for me, when I first started self-harming, it was things like minor burning or uh, friction burns with an eraser things down that line. And whenever I would bring it up to anyone else who was also struggling with mental illness and with self-harm, as soon as they heard that what I was dealing with was not cutting, then the level of concern instantly flattened. There was a sort of, oh, well, okay, like, yeah, you're self-harming, but at least it's not cutting. I'm not that worried about it. It's not that bad. And I've heard that from people so many times in a variety of areas. This this idea that it has to be so bad or it has to look exactly like it's portrayed in media or how it's done in most circles for it to be worth concern or care or... To pursue help for it and that can be so detrimental to our recovery because it does not matter what form the self-harm takes it doesn't matter how serious it is um, even years later when I did start cutting it wasn't dangerous per se. I mean, I know that there's always a level of danger to cutting. I I don't want to downplay that, but it wasn't, it didn't feel life-threatening and it wasn't intended to be. So again, I kind of encountered a lot of people being like, oh yeah, you're, you're doing that, but it's not, it's not bad enough. And what a horrible approach to people being in so much psychological, emotional distress to say, no, no, don't look for help where you're at. Don't get love and care and professional help now. Wait, (laughs) wait until it gets worse. There is nothing else in life that we would do that with. We would never tell someone with a a fractured bone, hey, you know, don't bother going to the doctor. Don't take care of your arm. Just, you know, 
wait until it breaks completely and you need amputation or something. Like, no, you get help so that you can hopefully prevent it from getting worse or at least have a support system in place if it does. And we need, as a community, to do better in expressing, hey, it doesn't matter if it's friction burning, if it's cutting, if it's uh, head banging on a wall, if it's picking, if it, no matter what form your self-harm takes, I understand that there is something deep and hurt and a, and a serious need in your life right now that's resulting in this manifestation of it. And you deserve a listening ear and a shoulder to lean on right now. You deserve help right now. Do not wait for it to get worse before you pursue that help. So that is today's clip it. If you're struggling with self-harm that has been minimalized either by yourself or by others, if you've kind of been downplaying it and saying, ah, oh, you know, I don't, I don't need to let anyone know about this. I don't need to seek help for this. It's not that bad. Do not wait for it to get that bad. Seek help now. You are worthy of love and care right now. I will see you guys at the next episode. Take care.